we saw in the previous verse how the supreme personality of godhead who is beyond all transcendent beyond all material qualities but is reservoir of all transcendental qualities he became pleased very much with prahlad maharaj giving up his anger transcendental anger he spoke thus so what lord is speaking prahrad bhadra bhadram te bhadra means you are so gentle having all good qualities so thus everyone is looking for good qualities good qualities are very much required in order to promote oneself to satvik platform shuddha satvik platform so even goodness if a person attains it does not mean that is spiritual life but that is very much favorable for spiritual life non violent simplicity truthfulness cleanliness these are very good qualities but qualities by themselves are having no spiritual value they are still on the material platform but they are essential they are favorable because they help us to come to spiritual platform that is why one must see that one is having all these qualities so sometimes some people tell that your devotees chant very nicely but they do not know how to behave like subhradeep was asking yesterday that uh, prabhu i have seen many people because we are telling that we should not take meat so many people are there who take meat but are good they are peaceful but others who are vegetarians they fight like anything <laughs> so how do we understand so yes it's a good question many people ask it's very genuine question so that is why they tell that whatever you eat does not matter mind should be good so yes it appears that some people who are having non veg and other things they are uh, as uh, one person was telling that i have seen my father he drinks also intoxication other habits but he is very peaceful very calm and my mother who is pure vegetarian he offers lamp every day to lord and she is always shouting howling at my father <laughs> but my father very peacefully tolerates <laughs> so on one hand i am seeing a person who is doing intoxication he is peaceful and vegetarian is doing this thing so how do we understand so we have to understand that the current state of life that we have got that is the result of past activities because of past activities some living entity has become tiger now even if you feed tiger pudi halwa every day <laughs> tiger will remain tiger <laughs> because virtue of past karma now he has become tiger but uh, if we can have pudi halwa prasadam we eat meat then we'll become tiger in next life so thus those people who are having vegetarian and displaying bad behavior you feed them non veg they'll become much more violent much more aggressive their machine is so aggressive that without meat they are behaving so aggressively if you give them meat and alcohol they will kill you <laughs> so thus everyone has got certain machine so intoxication meat eating onion garlic why we are prohibiting because it further pulls you down into rajaguna and tamaguna so whatever you are displaying this behavior if you feed these things you will become more lose in your sense control more aggressive it will increase and some people are naturally peaceful by dint of past karma 
So now, if they further follow Sattvic lifestyle, then they will evolve further into greater Sattvaguna. But now, a peaceful person, Sattvic person, degrades into meat eating and other things, then in next life he is going to become animal. So thus we should not see, as Krishna also has told in Bhagavad Gita, we cannot expect good behavior immediately. What is the shloka? Apiche sudurachara bhajate sadhu samantavya. So what is the definition of sadhu? Who is a devotee? He can do durachar. Yes. Sadhu can be durachari also. Durachar means very bad behavior. Abominable Prabhupada translates. Abominable behavior one can do. But bhajate mananya bhak. Why abominable behavior he is doing? He is worshipping Krishna also. Ananya bhak. But he should without any deviation engage in my service. Even though he is doing abominable behavior, sadhu revasamantavya should be considered sadhu, saintly person. So one may question, why a person who is engaging in service of Krishna is doing abominable behavior also, durachar, bad character? Because this body follows certain laws. This body has got certain momentum. Because of habits, Prabhupada tells, he is not doing intentionally. If intentionally somebody is doing, then that is not sadhu. But because of past habits, the force is so strong, I cannot give it up immediately. What is the example? Great example, Bilva Mangal Thakur. So Bilva Mangal Thakur, very exalted devotee. He immediately, as soon as he heard the words of the prostitute, so much attachment you have for this body, if the disattachment you have for Krishna, how nice your life would be, immediately left, it struck him. Because he was on very advanced devotional platform previous life, he fell down. So it struck him immediately and he left his house. He left prostitute's house for Vrindavan, Sanyas. But while he was going, again he started chasing another woman. Because the momentum is like that, senses get attracted. But then of course he realized his mistake and later he plucked out his eyes using the hairpin of same woman. But what is the use of these eyes which are deviating me? But let us not have blind eyes in the next Bhagavatam <laughs> class. <laughs> in Kali Yuga, the situation is very tough. We should not imitate such great personalities. In such a blind state, he was able to live for 700 years in Vrindavan. Krishna was coming and sitting next to him. So, very exalted personality. But yes, we should understand that the senses are having some momentum. So I am engaged in service of Krishna, that is in my hands thoroughly. But because of the momentum senses have got, Prabhupada tells, accidentally, because of past habits, a person can again commit mistakes. This is called Durachar. Because of past habits, again he finds some bad association, some situation, he may commit mistake, fall down. But if he is engaging himself in service of Krishna, then he is Sadhu. What kind of Sadhu? Perfect Sadhu. Not 70-80, he is 100% sadhu because he is engaging himself in service of Krishna. Just like nobody can criticize a person who is working in a big company. He might have been very poor, he could be coming from a low income background, but nobody can criticize him now for being poor. Because he is working now, he is as good as rich. So we have to understand, anybody who is engaged in service of Krishna, he is sadhu, he is a devotee, just a matter of time. That is why Krishna tells, 
क्षिप्रम भवती धर्मात्मा शश्वत शांतिम निगच्छति क्षिप्रम मीन्स वेरी सोन हिल बिकम धर्मात्मा वेरी वेरी प्योरिफाइड एन ही लटेन परफेक्ट पीस जस्ट अ मैटर ऑफ टाइम यस टू स्टिक टू कृष्णा कॉन्शियसनेस देन अदर थिंग्स विल गो अवे बट स्टिल इट इज इम्पॉर्टेंट प्रभु पार्टल्स वी शुड नॉट बिकम कॉम्प्लेसेंट एंड टेक दिस इंस्ट्रक्शन फॉर कंटिन्यूइंग आर पास्ट हैबिट्स सो इफ वन इज इन दिस प्लेटफॉर्म दैट सम दुराचार इज हैपनिंग सो वन शुड अंडरस्टैंड आई एम नॉट येट ऑन एन एडवांस प्लेटफॉर्म ऑन एडवांस प्लेटफॉर्म दुराचार मस्ट ऑफ सो दैट इज वाई वन मस्ट ट्राई टू कम टू अ प्लेटफॉर्म वेयर क्षिप्रम भवती धर्मात्मा शश्वत शांतिम निगछति वेर वी डोंट कमिट सच मिस्टेक्स एनी मोर सो इट इज इम्पॉर्टेंट टू कम टू दैट प्लेटफॉर्म बट वी विल अटेन दैट प्लेटफॉर्म इफ यू स्टिक टू कृष्णा कॉन्शियसनेस विदाउट एनी डिविएशन इफ यू सर्व कृष्णा सो दैट इज वाई इट इज टोल यस्यास्ति भक्तिर्भगवत्यकिंचन सर्वैर्गुणस्तत्र समास्तते सुरा इफ यू एंगेज इन सर्विस ऑफ कृष्णा ऑल गुड क्वालिटीज दे कम ऑटोमेटिकली बट गुड क्वालिटीज मस्ट कम दैट इज वाई many times when prabhupad was initiating and if was he was initiating by post prabhupad would send 26 qualities of a devotee also and prabhupad wrote one must see that we are developing these qualities within us so thus it is very important that we develop those 26 qualities and then when we are having nice qualities which means we are on sattvic platform then on sattvic platform when we perform devotional service evam prasanna manaso भगवत भक्ति योगता देन नॉलेज रिनंसिएशन एवरीथिंग इट फॉलोज वेरी नाइसली वी एडवांस वेरी फास्ट सो दस वन शुड सी दैट वन हैज बिकम भद्रम वन इज डेवलपिंग गुड क्वालिटीज बट इनिशियली इट इज ओके एनी न्यू पर्सन वी कैन नॉट एक्सपेक्ट बट बाय फॉलोइंग कृष्णा कॉन्शियसनेस आई शुड सी दैट दोज ट्वेंटी सिक्स क्वालिटीज आर मैनिफेस्ट इन माई बिहेवियर और नॉट दस इफ यू रीड दीज क्वालिटीज ट्वेंटी सिक्स क्वालिटीज मेनी टाइम्स द सेम वर्ड इज यूज इन little different way devotee is gentle devotee is mild devotee is tolerant meek and humble like this it is mentioned so devotee is very very gentle so this gentle manly behavior is very much required especially for preaching krishna consciousness so thus prabhupada told you have to conduct yourself also very nicely simply philosophy will not be sufficient people will see your behavior so thus we have to see that we develop good qualities but we don't have to do anything artificial simply increase our krishna consciousness by that all good qualities become prito ham te surottama varam ranishvabhimatam now again important instruction which prabhupada is explaining here so nasing dev is asking prahlad maharaj i wish to fulfill your desires now all the desires of devotee are automatically fulfilled naturally fulfilled so that is why prabhupad is writing here explaining here kindly in the purport what nursing dev is saying in effect what actually wants to say what is the need of asking devotee what do you want whatever devotee wants that will be fulfilled whatever materialists want that also is fulfilled and devotee all the desires are satisfied so why he is asking like this so prabhupad writes the supreme personality of godhead said in effect so what actually nursing they wanted to convey i fulfill the desires of everyone since you are my devotee whatever you want for yourself will naturally be given but if you pray for anyone else that prayer also will be fulfilled this is what nursing they wanted to convey if you pray for anyone else that prayer also will be fulfilled 
Thus Prabhupada writes, if we approach the Supreme Lord or His devotee, or if we are blessed by a devotee, naturally we will automatically achieve the benedictions of the Supreme Lord. So we are seeing repeatedly Prabhupada wants to explain us the same point. What is the point? Yasya Prasadat Bhagavat Prasada. Srila Vishnu Chakravarti Thakur says that if one pleases the Vaishnava spiritual master, all of one's desires will be fulfilled. So one simply has to please the spiritual master. So Prabhupada writes, four men in my life, they were very pleased with me. Who were the four men? One Prabhupada tells, was my father. Very pleased with me. Then he tells, my spiritual master. He was very pleased with me. Then, Dr. Bose, in whose company Prabhupada was working. He was also treating Prabhupada as his own child, own son. And fourth man? I also have to see. Four people. <laughs> Prabhupada does. They were very much pleased with me. So thus Prabhupada tells, so disciples ask Prabhupada, uh, so why your spiritual master was so pleased with you? So Prabhupada tells, that is his mercy. He can be pleased with anybody. <laughs> There is no formula for that. The rich man, he can give money to any beggar, wherever he likes. So that this is the attitude which a disciple should have. So one should understand without mercy of spiritual master, nobody can get the potency to understand Krishna consciousness or to preach Krishna consciousness. So if somebody is able to have extraordinary advancement in spiritual life or whatever advancement in spiritual life, sometimes we become proud. And we become angry also in the community that Prabhu, this person is not doing seva. This devotee does not do this thing nicely, behave nicely or do seva. He is indulging in sense gratification, material greed. So we should understand whatever understanding we have got in our life that is only because of mercy. So very nice, nicely Maharaj was explaining the other day in class. So somebody can wonder why so many books have been given. Huge Vedic literature. Simply Bhagavad Gita, Bhagavatam, it is difficult to finish. And after finishing, how to understand the conclusive understanding, how to understand everything? Volumes of literatures. Even Srila Prabhupada has given us so many literatures. So how one is able to understand all these things? Just to study small things, small books, people study so much, invest so much of time, they go over again and again. How are we expected to assimilate this knowledge? So thus Maharaj explained, actually, that is the Jnani way of getting knowledge. What is Jnani way? Read over nicely, repeatedly, do research work, analyze, memorize. This is called Jnani way. Logically trying to understand. How do devotees understand spiritual knowledge? Tene Brahma Hridaya Adi Kavaye. It is revealed in the heart. So spiritual knowledge is revealed in the heart. Thus Prabhupada writes, so we should read very, very carefully in one purport of Bhagavad Gita. If you want to advance in material knowledge, that advancement depends on two things. Which are the two things? If you want to advance in material knowledge, we need two things. Which are two things? Yes. No. Lord's mercy is not at all required. I mean, naturally he is merciful. Whatever material desires you want, Krishna will fulfill. It is designed for that. But then we are let free. 
Yes, fast karma gives us certain ability. Our ability. What is our aptitude? If one is having aptitude for understanding maths and then he works hard also to study maths, he can become good in knowledge of mathematics. One is having aptitude for arts, he works hard to study arts, he will become good in arts. If one is not good in aptitude, if he works hard, nothing will happen. One is having aptitude, does not work hard, doesn't it will not happen. So two things are required. One should have capacity and then one should work also. But in spiritual life, spiritual knowledge, Prabhupada explains it just depends upon mercy of mercy of spiritual master. That's it. It just depends on mercy of spiritual master. So spiritual master is merciful, all realization will happen. And yes, your prasadan nagati kutavi. If he is not pleased, then no realization can happen. This is explained in Bhagavatam also. When Yudhishthir Maharaj was greatly lamenting after the battle of Kurukshetra, that because of me, crores of people got massacred. He was not able to console himself because he was a gentleman. So he was very much disturbed. And nobody is able to console him. So this there in the first canto of Bhagavatam itself. Nobody is able to console him. Krishna is preaching him. He is not able to understand. Then Vedvyas is there. All other great people are there. He is not able to understand. Then what happens? He goes to Bhishma there. So why he was, Krishna also was not able to understand? Or make him understand? Because Krishna is seated in the heart. Krishna did not sanction this knowledge from the heart because he wanted his devotee Bhishma to be glorified. See, Bhishma, Bhishma explained, then he understood. What is Bhishma's knowledge? He wanted that Bhishma's knowledge should be manifest before the world to show his exalted position. Thus he went to Bhishma Dev. Bhishma Dev then gave wonderful instructions. And then Lord Krishna sanctioned from the heart. Thus he was able to understand. So thus everything depends upon the Lord in the heart. When he sanctions, we will understand. And the Lord is pleased when spiritual master is pleased. Yasya prasadat bhagavat prasadu. So entire spiritual advancement is nothing but mercy of spiritual master. So where is the question of taking any pride? But my is very strong, it makes us proud. So whatever we are able to accomplish in Krishna consciousness, any amount of devotional practice, any amount of renunciation, any amount of preaching, whatever we may be able to do, we should always think it is Simply mercy of spiritual master. And mercy has got no formula. So thus Prabhupada tells, simply he became pleased. That is in his hand. So he became pleased with me. That's it. <laughs> but I know that he is very much pleased with me. Why he was pleased? That is his free will. He can be pleased with anybody. So thus somehow, when we, uh, if we are able to do something in spiritual life, we should always think it is because of mercy of spiritual master. Thus, one's only aim in life should be to have mercy of spiritual master somehow or the other. So thus, when we read the books given by the spiritual master, we should simply hear with rapt attention and with great respect for the subject matter, Prabhupada tells. Nityam Bhagavat Seva, one should be regular. And while we hearing, one should hear it with rapt attention, Prabhupada tells. The secret of realization is one should hear this subject matter of Bhagavatam with rapt attention. So when we do th this thing, then what happens? Hridiyantas tohiya bhadrani vidhu noti surasatam Lord is there in the heart. He becomes very pleased. 
spiritual master becomes very pleased because the instructions of spiritual master are not different from spiritual master. So if you are trying to hear the instructions of spiritual master very, very carefully, we are associating with him, we are trying to serve him personally. So spiritual master becomes very pleased. Thus the only qualification which spiritual master sees is hearing. By hearing, everything will develop. Anavritti Shabdat, entire spiritual life or material life is based on hearing. Why people have become lusty and greedy? Because they have heard. If you become very successful, very rich, you have a very beautiful person with you, you will be happy. This is what they have heard from others. So thus they have developed material endeavors. They are working very hard. Those of us who have heard somewhat of spiritual life, we are working hard to advance in spiritual life. Everything depends on hearing. Thus Prabhupada tells, I was not even able to understand what my Guru Maharaj was speaking, but I like to listen to him. And my Guru Maharaj noticed that this person listens, he hears, he does not go away. So thus everything is, so this hearing is most important thing. So that is why uh, when disciples approached Prabhupada, so Prabhupada told, yes, you simply come to my classes morning and evening and all your problems will be solved. Simple formula Prabhupada gave. Nothing else. Not you have to do 50 things, 100 things. No. Simply come to the classes morning and evening and all your problems will be solved. <laughs> Very simple formula. We can also recommend it to anybody. Anybody is having any problem in life, simply come to the classes morning and evening. That's it. So when a person hears, then automatically purification will happen. So even though one is not able to understand he is accumulating punya. Even though one is not able to, that is why Prabhupada would tell, bring the children also in the class. But they should not create disturbance, but children also should be brought. Even though child is not able to understand, he is becoming pious by hearing this transcendental sound vibration. So just one should somehow sit in the class and try to hear with rapt attention and respect for the subject matter. That this Bhagavatam is Krishna only, it is non-different from Krishna. So attention and respect, these two things are required. Then no other rule and regulation required. Here, anywhere and everywhere, Niyamita smarane na kala Prabhupada tells, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu has told, no need to bother any time, place, any rules, regulations, just attention and respect. So regularly we should hear and simply if we hear, then spiritual master becomes very pleased. So when the spiritual master becomes pleased, Krishna becomes pleased, then the knowledge is revealed from the heart. So thus Prabhupada tells, even though you have not read these books, the knowledge will be revealed in the heart. Of course we should read because that is the way spiritual master is pleased. But by reading books, we are not exactly trying to decipher some complex logic about the Supreme Personality of God. We are just trying to please. Yes, we try to understand as far as our intelligence allows. Because spiritual master has ordered that you read my book scrutinizingly. But it is not that our effort to analyze is giving us knowledge, no. Our only effort is to follow the instruction of spiritual master. My spiritual master has told you read scrutinizingly every day. So that is why I am trying to do that. So when I read book, my reading book is association with the spiritual master and Krishna. So to serve them, I am following this thing. Then it is not Jnana Yoga, it is pure Bhakti Yoga. So this is the way spiritual knowledge is revealed. 
so it does not matter how much ever thick the books are we are able to remember or not memorize or not we should try to keep it in our mind as far as possible but by our sincerity sincere endeavors the spiritual knowledge is revealed in the heart mercy happens so we will see one practical instance from bhagavatam how this principle was realized by a devotee very intimate associate of krishna so friendship day is coming so we'll hear something about it the intimate friend of krishna sudama brahman so there was a very nice brahman friend of lord krishna as a perfect brahmana he was very elevated in transcendental knowledge so as a perfect brahmana he was very elevated in transcendental knowledge and because of his advanced knowledge he was not at all attached to material enjoyment therefore he was very peaceful and had achieved supreme control over his senses so a very nice statement is mentioned here so because of his advanced knowledge he was not at all attached to material enjoyment and because he was not attached to material enjoyment it is mentioned here therefore he was very peaceful and had achieved supreme control over his senses so anybody who is not attached to material enjoyment becomes very very peaceful so thus if we see in our life if we are having some disturbance it is only because of material attachment only because of material attachment he was not at all attached to material enjoyment therefore he was very peaceful there is no other cause of disturbance in life but attachment to material enjoyment so thus sometimes the devotees are also disturbed and they tell that prabhu i am doing so many things so 16 rounds kar rahe hain aur kya kar rahe hain mangla aarti kar rahe hain we take only prasadam lekin saath saath mein ragad ke kaam bhi karte hain then so it is mentioned here so prabhupada has mentioned so many times we have to do two things simultaneously wish two things yes we have to engage in service of krishna at the same time we have to practice material detachment also both gyan vairagya vairagya is very much required otherwise the anchor is still down so if the anchor is down boat will not move boat will move around the anchor <laughs> so our spiritual life will also revolve around our material anchors so thus pulling the anchor is also very much required we should practice both service of krishna at the same time material detachment is required so if we are having material attachment whatever we do positive krishna that will obviously going to help but it will take long time prabhupada tells if you simply chant hari krishna can we advance without following regulative principles prabhupada told yes but it may take many long very very long time but if you follow regulative principles also then in this life you are perfect otherwise it will take many many lives advancement will happen hari krishna mantra is very powerful but both things are required so don't wet the wood and keep the wood in fire then it catches fire so thus if we have to have peace of mind then very simple we should become detached from material enjoyment and had achieved supreme control over his senses this means that the brahmana was a perfect devotee because unless one is perfect devotee he cannot achieve the highest standard of knowledge 
It is stated in Bhagavad Gita that a person who has come to the point of perfection of knowledge surrenders unto the Supreme Personality of Godhead. In other words, any person who has surrendered his life for the service of the Supreme Personality of Godhead has come to the point of perfect knowledge. The result of perfect knowledge is that one becomes detached from the materialistic way of life. This detachment means complete control of the senses, which are always attracted by material enjoyment. The senses of the devotee become purified and in that stage the senses are engaged in the service of the Lord. That is a complete field of devotional service. So although the Brahmana friend of Lord Krishna was a householder, he was not busy accumulating wealth for very comfortable living. Therefore, he was satisfied by the income which automatically came to him according to his destiny. He was not busy accumulating wealth for very comfortable living. He was satisfied with whatever would come from his destiny. This is the sign of perfect knowledge. So Prabhupada is writing, what is perfect knowledge? Everything should have certain symptoms. So if I am having knowledge, what are the signs? There are signs of flu. Similarly, there is signs of there are signs of perfect knowledge also. What is the sign? Although he was the Brahman friend of Lord Krishna was a householder. So generally the householders they become very attached to accumulate material comforts. But although he was a householder, he was not busy accumulating wealth for very comfortable living. So everyone is trying to make their life comfortable. So this is not, even devotees many times do that. So that means we are still on a very preliminary platform. So one should not work to make the life very comfortable. Comfortable life is an impediment in Krishna consciousness. So thus it was, it is being explained in Bhagavatam. Lord Rishabdev, who is incarnation of Krishna, he showed his material pastimes when he came here. And uh, he showed how by renunciation, by executing Krishna consciousness, one gets all the yoga siddhis also. What is yoga siddhi? Smaller than the smallest, greater than the greatest. Achieving anything which is there in the worlds. Yogi can enter into others' bodies and control them. When yogi's body has become old, he can enter into any other youthful body and use that body. One can control any other person. One can take any form which is desired. So these are some of the wonderful siddhis which yogis acquire. So Rishabdev in his pastime showed how by executing Krishna consciousness, all the siddhis they developed automatically. So material riches, transcendental knowledge, yoga siddhis, everything automatically follows a devotee also. But then Shukdev Goswami explained, Rishabdev rejected all these siddhis. So Parikshit Maharaj asked, why did he reject? Because a devotee need not reject, he uses everything for Krishna. So, devotee, if he is poor, it is okay. If devotee gets some wealth, he will use that wealth also in the service of Krishna. So, it is a very intelligent question, right? Anybody will ask. Though yoga said this could be used for Krishna's service. So, why did he not accept? Why he rejected yoga said this? So, Shukdev Goswami explains, just like a hunter does not trust the animals who are captured, they can any time run away. One will never trust the animals. Similarly, one should never trust one's mind. How much ever control it has become. So, one may think my mind is very, very controlled. Yes, 
I can now have a comfortable life and I will serve Krishna nicely. No, sir. Mind will cheat at any moment. So that is why although, yes, a devotee, but a devotee has to be very, very advanced for this. And one should not artificially think, I am like Amrish Maharaj or I am like some other very advanced devotee. I can have all these things and I will serve also Krishna nicely. No. So that is why just like a hunter does not trust the animals, similarly one should never trust one's mind. That yes, my mind is under my... Any time, mind will run away. One should never trust. So thus Rishabh Day did not want to take any risk in life. So thus actually a comfortable living, unless one is very very advanced devotee, it is a big impediment in spiritual life. So one should not work hard to make life very comfortable. Rather, one should just somehow maintain one's body and soul together. So the sign of perfect knowledge is he was not busy accumulating wealth for a very comfortable living. Therefore, he was satisfied by the income which automatically came to him according to his destiny. A man who is in perfect knowledge knows that one cannot be happier than he is destined to be. In this material world, everyone is destined to suffer a certain amount of distress and to enjoy a certain amount of happiness. The amount of happiness and distress is already predestined for every living entity. No one can increase or decrease the happiness of the materialistic way of life. The Brahmana therefore did not exert himself for more material happiness, but he used his time for advancement of Krishna consciousness. Externally he appeared to be very poor because he had no rich dress and could not provide a very rich dress for his wife. And because their material condition was not very opulent, they were not even eating sufficiently. And thus both he and his wife appeared to be very thin. So they were so poor they did not have sufficient meals to eat also. But they were satisfied. This is destiny if we have to starve. Prabhupada writes to I think Sally only. He was writing a letter that I am living here and I take one meal in a day. At night I simply take some milk and sometimes I starve also at night. I feel very hungry. This was the situation which Prabhupada was having. So Prabhupada did not tell Krishna, I am not having any food also. I have come here to preach Krishna consciousness. So thus if it is in destiny, then it will come. Or if it is Krishna's desire, it will come. One should never over endeavor for material comforts in life. So thus, even though they were not able to have sufficient thing to eat also, they were satisfied with that. So this is called perfect knowledge, sign of perfect intelligence. Because happiness and distress is already fixed in life. So this is very, very important point. Everyone is working very hard because they think I can change my happiness and distress. No. That is why every fourth student in American universities, he is having mental disorder. What to speak of happiness? Mental disorder means height of pain. Every four student, 25% people are having mental disorders. They are in the best universities of the world. And mental disorder, every four student, where is the happiness? Whereas a person, simple person, who is not very rich, who is pulling a handcart, because of his hard work, he is able to eat nicely and sleep nicely. He is much happy then a very, very learned American university student or a corporate honko, he is very much satisfied. So thus happiness is not by attaining some material position. It is destined. It will come to us automatically. So thus it is ignorance only if a person thinks, I work hard, I will become happy. No, sir. 
eating, mating, sleeping, defending basic necessities, one will suffer even though one is working very hard and is accumulating all the material assets. So that is why the sign of intelligence is person is satisfied with whatever comes as per their destiny and he uses every opportunity all the time for making spiritual advancement. So this is very important point. Thus, if you are not having time to advance in Krishna consciousness, morning and evening, we are not having time to chant and hear in association of devotees. That means we are simply having, we are overtaken by lust and greed in the heart. It is not possible that a devotee is not having time for Krishna consciousness. It is only because of lust and greed. So if you don't find time for chanting and hearing and preaching, these are the things Chaitanya Mahaprabhu has recommended even for householders. There is no problem in becoming householder, but we should time find to morning and evening, every morning and evening, chant here and preach. Then whatever comes of its own destiny, it is. then that is called knowledge. Otherwise, we are attached to material enjoyment, making life comfortable, and then we will never be peaceful. And if mind is not peaceful, Krishna consciousness, we cannot advance very nicely. Evam prasanna so mind should be very, very peaceful. So, entire Varnashrama system is designed so that mind becomes peaceful. Unless mind is peaceful, only with peaceful mind, one can actually hear, chant with rapt attention, serve Krishna nicely. So, very very important instructions. So, the wife was not very anxious for her personal comfort. So, they were not even having sufficient meals to eat. But, Wife also, now sometimes we should not get carried away by what is depicted in some movies and television serials. So no, wife did not send Sudama. Sometimes we see that you please go and take something from Krishna. No. So wife was not, wife was equally advanced, very advanced. Wife was not very anxious for her personal comfort, but she felt very concerned for her husband. So wife was concerned about husband who is very exalted devotee, Brahmana, that is a duty. So thus, not because of her personal self, but because she felt very concerned for her husband who was such a pious Brahmana. She was trembling due to her weak health. How poor they were? She was trembling because of weak health. We can imagine the poverty they were in. Nobody trembles at least. So all the bones were visible on Sudama's body. As all the, we will see when Sudama reaches in the palace, the women are seeing. All the bones are visible, very poor. Wife is trembling, they are so weak. She was trembling due to her weak health. And although she did not like to dictate to her husband, she spoke as follows. My dear Lord, I know that Lord Krishna, who is the husband of Goddess of Fortune, is your personal friend. You are also a devotee of Lord Krishna and he is always ready to help his devotee. Even if you think that you are not rendering any devotional service to the Lord, still you are surrendered to Him and the Lord is the protector of the surrendered soul. Moreover, I know that Lord Krishna is the ideal personality of Vedic culture. He is always in favor of Brahmanical culture and is very kind to the qualified Brahmana. You are the most fortunate person because you have as your friend the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Lord Krishna is the only shelter for personalities like you because you are fully surrendered unto him. You are saintly, learned and fully in control of your senses. Under the circumstances, Lord Krishna is your only shelter. Please therefore go to him. I am sure that he will immediately understand your impoverished position. You are a householder, therefore without any money you are in a distressed condition. But as soon as he understands your position, he will certainly give you sufficient riches so that you can live very comfortably. 
Lord Krishna is now the king of Bhoja, Vrishni and Andaka dynasties. And I have heard that he never leaves his capital city Dwarka. He is living there without outside engagements. He is so kind and liberal that he immediately gives everything, even his personal self to any person who surrenders unto him. When he is prepared to give himself personally to his devotees, then there is nothing wonderful in giving some material riches. Of course, he does not give much material wealth to his devotee if the devotee is not very fixed. But I think in your case, he knows perfectly well how much fixed you are in devotional service. So Krishna does not give wealth if devotee is not fixed. So if we want wealth, then we have to become very fixed. <laughs> Akama Sarva Kamova Moksha Kama Udaradhi. So now Krishna will not give us wealth if we are not very much fixed. <laughs> of course, if we are spiritually sincere. If we are not very sincere, then Prabhupada tells yes. Uh, you take initiation and uh, so sometimes devotees ask, as I was discussing with a devotee, that he wanted to take some initiation very soon he has been chanting for a long time but then i got to know that he's having habits of eating bhoga outside and he's watching movies also and other things so i told that please wait for some time it is not possible to take now and many devotees they do it like this so it is important they think the vows of initiation chanting 16 rounds four principles this is sufficient then i am disciple so Prabhupada mentions, if one is not completely surrendered to the spiritual master at the time of initiation, then such initiation is useless. So it is not that for initiation I have to chant 16 rounds and follow just four regulative principles. No, one has to be completely surrendered to spiritual master. This is wow. Wow means one cannot break it at all, at any cost. And actually initiation means second initiation Prabhupada tells. First initiation is just preparation. Harinam Diksha. Although yes, the relationship gets established at that time, but Prabhupada tells second initiation is real initiation. Then I accept him as my disciple. And second initiation is not given if a person is not following everything very nicely, right from getting up early in the morning, doing the entire program, then executing all the, showing all the Brahminical good qualities, then only second initiation, then disciple. And even there, it is not just about following the external rules and regulations, but internally one should be completely surrendered to spiritual master. What is surrender? Each and every instruction should be followed without any reservation. No independent desire of enjoyment, 100% surrender. Otherwise, Prabhupada it is useless. If one is not completely surrendered to spiritual master, such initiation is useless. You have sat in fire yajna, you have taken the beads or thread, but it is useless. So complete surrender is required. Then a person is, then yes, that is called disciple. So thus Prabhupada tells, if we are not surrendered, then what will happen? If we take initiation, then we will get material riches, Prabhupada tells. Because we have got Harinam. So Harinam is so potent, you chant and then yes, wealth will come, material success will come. So all the other things will come. We can get 
material comforts by chanting Hare Krishna, but unless we are completely surrendered, spiritual advancement we will not get. So that is why sometimes the devotees, they prosper materially. They become famous, they become recognized in society, they become wealthy also. And as we were discussing previously, Prabhupada mentions, of course it is not good to discuss uh, online this thing, but as Prabhupada mentions, that spiritual master, disciples of one spiritual master, don't ask me who was that spiritual master, you understand. So his disciples, they wanted material assets. So he gave them everything. He gave them the institution, buildings, temples, but he did not give them power to preach the holy name. So Prabhupada's power to preach the holy name across the world is given to the person who has no material desires. So thus they were initiated by the spiritual master and they became materially very opulent. They got large following, they got temples, they got riches. So thus, if we are not surrendered, Harinam will give us material riches. Directly, indirectly, we are in touch with Krishna, but we'll miss the point. So one should not become very happy. My Guru Maharaj is very merciful. See, my life has become opulent. So this is offensive chanting. <laughs> so Prabhupada's offensive chanting can give you material success, material comforts. But that will not bring us advancement in Krishna consciousness. We have to try to avoid the offenses, surrender completely unto spiritual master. Then we are disciple, otherwise initiation is useless. So thus, if we are not sincere, Krishna will give all these things. But if Krishna has noticed this person is sincere, but he is having material desires also, he will never give money. Then he will make you completely surrendered. <laughs> Of course, he does not give much material wealth to the devotee if the devotee is not very fixed. But I think in your case, he knows perfectly well how much you are fixed in devotional service. Therefore, he will not hesitate to award you some material benefit for the bare necessities of life. Then Sudama reaches the palace. He had to, it was not easy to reach Krishna, Dwarka, fortified and many, many huge armies there around him. But Brahmanas were allowed to meet. Because everyone will go to meet. No? <laughs> Krishna is there. So they were not allowed. In Nectar of Devotion it is mentioned that what is the situation in Dwarka? That Brahma is coming to have Krishna's darshan. Indra is coming. And the doorkeepers are telling, Sir, please sit on bench. <laughs> <laughs> then Indra is glorifying Krishna with various prayers. So doormen are telling to Indra, Sir, please do not create any noise. Sit silently over here. <laughs> <laughs> so this was the situation in Dwarka. <laughs> but Brahmanas were allowed to meet Krishna. <laughs> so Sudama was a Brahmana, thus he was allowed. So Sudama had to cross through he, three military encampments, it is told in the book you will read. Wonderful chapter. And then he saw various palaces. We understand 16,000 palaces were there. And then he found a specially beautiful palace. He entered in that palace. That was palace of Rukmini Devi. So Krishna was sitting on the bedstead of Rukmini Devi and from a distance he could see Brahmana Sudama coming and he became so eager, he immediately went forward to receive his devotee and then received him very very nicely and then he made him sit on the bedstead on Krishna's place, on Krishna's throne and then he started offering worship, he offered him incense, then he offered him lamp 
he worshipped him exactly as the demigods worship Krishna. And Mother Rukmini, she was doing Chamar. And all the other women, they were wondered that who is this Brahmana, this particular Brahmana, who is he? Krishna is receiving him so nicely, he is so eager to receive him. And then Krishna, they noticed that Krishna is embracing him also. So because Krishna would never embrace anybody there except Lord Balram and Rukmini Devi. But here Sudama was being embraced by Krishna, so they understood that this person appears to be very poor. He's, the bones are visible on his body, but he's somebody very special. Thus Krishna is embracing him, receiving him so nicely. So after receiving the Brahmana nicely and seating him on his own cushioned bed, Lord Krishna said, My dear Brahmana friend, you are a most intelligent personality and you know very well the principles of religious life. I believe that after you finished your education at the house of our teacher and after you sufficiently remunerated him, you must have gone back to your home and accepted a suitable wife. I know very well that from the beginning you were not at all attached to the materialistic way of life, nor did you desire to become very opulent materially, and therefore you are in need of money. In this material world, persons who are not attached to material opulence are very rarely found. Such unattached persons haven't the least desire to accumulate wealth and prosperity for sense gratification. But sometimes they are found to collect money just to exhibit exemplary life of a householder. They show how by proper distribution of wealth one can become an ideal householder and at the same time become a great devotee. Such ideal householders are considered followers of my footsteps. I hope my dear Brahman friend you remember all those days of our school life when both you and I were living together at the boarding house. Actually, whatever knowledge both you and I received in our life was accumulated in our student life. Then Krishna, you can read very nicely, Krishna recollects what they were doing. Then uh, the important thing Krishna mentions. Krishna continued to talk with his Brahmana friend. My dear friend, I think you remember our activities during the days when we were living as students. You may remember that once we went to collect fuel from the forest on the order of Guru's wife. While we were collecting the dried wood, we by chance entered the dense forest and became lost. There was an unexpected dust storm and then clouds and lightning in the sky and the explosive sound of thunder. Then sunset came and we were lost in the dark jungle. After this, there was severe rainfall. The whole ground was overflooded with water and we could not trace out the way to return to our Guru's ashram. You may remember that the heavy rainfall, it was not actually rainfall, but a sort of devastation. On the account of dust storm and the heavy rain, we began to feel greatly pained. And in whichever direction we turned, we were bewildered. In that distressed condition, we took each other's hand and tried to find our way out. We passed the whole night in that way and early in the morning when our absence became known to our Gurudev, he sent his other disciples to search us out. He also came with them and when they reached us in the jungle, they found us to be very distressed. With great compassion, our Gurudev said, My dear boys, it is very wonderful that you have suffered so much trouble for me. Everyone likes to take care of his body as the first consideration, but you are so good and faithful to your Guru that without caring for bodily comforts, you have taken so much trouble for me. 
I am also glad to see that bona fide students like you will undergo any kind of trouble for the satisfaction of the spiritual master. That is the way for a bona fide disciple to become free from his debt to the spiritual master. So if we take service from anybody, then we are indebted to them. We are indebted to parents, we are indebted to ancestors, indebted to devatas, demigods, indebted to general living entities. We are indebted to so many sages. So we have got debt to so many living entities. And the debt to spiritual master is the greatest because he takes us to Krishna and eternal life. So how one can settle the debt to spiritual master here? Sandeep Nimani told, that is the way for a bona fide disciple to become free. I am glad to see that bona fide students like you will undergo any kind of trouble for the satisfaction of spiritual master. That is the way for bona fide disciple to become free from his debt to the spiritual master. <clears throat> It is the duty of the disciple to dedicate his life to the service of the spiritual master. My dear best of the twice born, I am greatly pleased by your action and I bless you. May all your desires and ambitions be fulfilled. May the understanding of the Vedas which you have learned from me always continue to remain within your memory so that at every moment you can remember the teachings of the Vedas and quote their instructions without difficulty. Thus, you will never be disappointed in this life or in the next. Krishna continued, My dear friend, you may remember that many such incidents occurred while we were in the ashram of our spiritual master. Both of us can realize that without the blessings of the spiritual master, no one can be happy. By the mercy of the spiritual master and by his blessings, one can achieve peace and prosperity and be able to fulfill the mission of human life. So the spiritual master blessed the instructions which you have heard from me. May they always remain in your memory. May you always not just remember them and quote them whenever it is required. So thus if we have to always, so all the mistakes happen because of ignorance, forgetfulness. So how do we keep, we realize and then we forget, again come into confusion. So how to always keep ourselves in Krishna consciousness on the platform of realization free from doubts? It can happen only when the spiritual master is pleased. Vidyate ridaya granthis chidyante sarva sanshayaha. All the sanshaya, all the doubts are removed. Prabhupada tells now we are preaching you are not the body but people are doubtful. So all these doubts are removed when spiritual master is pleased. Sarva sanshayaha. Vidyante ridaya granthis. The knot in the heart material attraction is let loose, it is broken into pieces by the mercy of spiritual master. So thus, if we have to realize the Vedic knowledge, we have to take discomfort. This is very, very important. Why spiritual master became very pleased? Why he gave the benediction? Because they took discomfort for the spiritual master. So thus, this is the way for satisfying. So thus, Prabhupada tells, if at all you feel indebted to me, you should preach vigorously like me. That is the only way to repay the debt to the spiritual master although it can never be repaid but the spiritual master is very much pleased by such an attitude of the disciple thus repeatedly over and over Prabhupada is telling us the same thing yasya prasadat by mercy of spiritual master that is a success that is how we understand Vedic knowledge that is how we get detachment that is how thus we are very very peaceful and happy in material life so thus we should have firm faith in the Vedas the Vedas are telling as soon as we take birth Deh yogena dehinam. So the happiness and distress associated with the body is fixed. 
so why we are not able to take out time we should take out time morning and evenings we have no business but just to chant and hear in the association of devotees very very peacefully without anxiety and then preach this knowledge to others so one should not artificially try to work hard to increase the comfort supply because that is anyway destined if it is destined we may remain poor we have to remain poor we have to suffer we if it is destined that we have to enjoy we will enjoy so one should remain satisfied and try to please krishna very very nicely try to preach prabhupada tells as vigorously as me that is the way to settle my debt that is the way prabhupada will be pleased so very very instructive incident in this way we can also try to satisfy our spiritual master and thus have advanced realizations in life so we will end any questions yes Very good question. So one Mataji asked Prabhupada that Prabhupada, we have taken initiation, but it doesn't like we have become liberated. <laughs> <laughs> so Prabhupada smiled and explained. So it is just like the fan is moving. So the power has been turned off. So now the fan is liberated. Liberated means now fan is not being controlled. But still the fan is moving. Why fan is moving? Not because somebody is controlling electric power or it is being controlled. The fan is still moving because of past momentum. It is liberated. So fan is moving if somebody is controlling it, regulating it. Otherwise fan can move on its own momentum also. So now whatever actions, behaviors we see in our body, which persist for some time, it is because of momentum which the body has acquired. But we are actually liberated. At the time of initiation, of course, initiation should not be just sitting in the fire sacrifice and that in Prabhupada it is useless. If the disciple is completely surrendered Prabhupada then the material body cracks apart. And the disciple gets a, otherwise it will take time. So if a disciple is completely surrendered to the spiritual master, then immediately the disciple is liberated. He is free. All the karma is zero immediately. But one may still feel that is because of not karma. One is free from the effects of the past karma. Otherwise the karmis are strictly under the control of karma. As per their karma, they will become happy, they will become distressed. That person has become completely liberated. Karma is having no influence at all. Whatever is there, lust, anger, greed, we are displaying, that is momentum. In course of time, it will stop. Yes. We will come back so that everybody at least can ask one question. Yes. Yes. So, the question being asked is, Prahlad Maharaj is being addressed as Asura. So, Asura means atheist, it is being told here. But we see that Asuras are not atheist, rather most of them are devotees. They worship very nicely huh? and they worship very, very ardently. 
Hiran Kashyapu Asura, he was worshipping Brahma very nicely. And uh, Lord Shiva is being worshipped by many, many Asuras. Very, so rather, Asuras are very ardent uh, believers. <laughs> so that is why the definition of Sur and Asur is given in Bhagavad Gita itself and in their Puranas also. What is the definition? Throughout the Vedas it is mentioned. Dvau imau bhut loke asmin daiva asura evacha. In this world there are two kinds of living entities, devas and asuras. Who are devtas? Vishnu bhakto smrato daiva asuras tad viparyayaha. So Vishnu bhakti is actually a theist. And asura tad viparyaya, those who are not Vishnu bhakta, they are called asuras. So thus asura will never worship Vishnu, whatever happens. He will worship everybody but Vishnu. So thus they are called atheist. Means not believing in supreme personality of Godhead. So that is why many many sadhus also we see. And people think sadhu means who is giving spiritual philosophies. But actually they are demons. They are asuras. Yes. So if you see Hiran Kashubu, what he preaches in Bhagavatam. He, he is preaching to his mother as we discussed previously. When Hiran Aksha died. That my dear mother there is no cause of lamentation. Ultimately we are not the body. We are spirit soul. So if somebody will see, he will think some spiritual master is teaching this. But this is Hiran Kashpu's teaching to his mother. So <laughs> I am not the body. This Asuras also know. So thus when we are going out to preach, we should not just preach I am not the body. We should tell them we are part and parcel of Krishna and serve Krishna. Otherwise uh, this kind of preaching Asuras also do. So thus Prabhupada tells, it is very important to tell people about Krishna. That is the meaning of if we don't tell people about so sometimes devotees who are not very advanced. Then if we don't follow regulations, rules and regulations nicely, we will also be preaching moral philosophy. That uh, we will not get sufficient clarity, conviction, courage or empowerment to preach Krishna consciousness. We will go and preach, don't watch TV, eat vegetarian food. So we ask sometimes, "Kya preach kiya apne? Prabhu, maine unko preach kiya. Now he'll become vegetarian." <laughs> so Prabhupada's monkey is also pure vegetarian. <laughs> monkey is greatest uh, uh, mendicant, greatest sannyasi. He lives in jungle always, without any clothes. He eats fruits. <laughs> but such kind of renunciation is of no use. <laughs> Thus, living in jungle. <laughs> Without any clothes, eating only fruits. <laughs> that does not mean a person can be monkey. <laughs> that is not spiritual advancement. So thus one should preach that you are part and parcel of Krishna. Unless you serve Krishna, surrender completely to Krishna, there is no question of happiness in life. This preaching we have to do. So thus many many spiritual organizations are there who are preaching I am not the body. But then they are telling this Krishna is not God. Krishna was a person. Why are you worshipping Krishna? And Supreme is Nirakar or something. So actually this is demoniac philosophy. Shukracharya also was knowing Vedic mantras. Also was knowing how to do yajnas. Very very powerful. So thus they may chant mantras. They may tell your mind also. They can do many other mystic powers. The Asuras are very very powerful mystically. They can expand themselves in many many forms. Take any form. And today if any person sees he will get oh he is Mahapurush. He is saint. No. So all the mystic powers, Vedic mantras, Asuras also know very nicely. They are very expert. They may be very charitable also. But ultimately they are Asuras. Anybody, a Don can be very very charitable. He will take care of his family also very nicely. 
but he does not give money to government properly he does smuggling so he'll be put into jail he will always remain in anxiety and he'll be put into jail so thus one can do everything nicely but if one is not a devotee of krishna then asur other Okay, so the question is, so one place it is told, Vasudeva Bhagavati Bhakti Yoga Prayojita Janyatiyashu Vairagyam Jnanam Chayad Ehetukam When we engage in service of Krishna Vasudeva, then what happens? Jnan and Vairagya, detachment, comes automatically. So here on, in one place we are telling it will come automatically if you engage in service of Krishna. And on one place we are telling that we should practice detachment. So detachment will come by bhakti or we should practice detachment to get bhakti. What, what is supposed to be done? So thus Prabhupada tells, God helps those who help themselves. God helps those who help themselves. So thus if we practice detachment, then by doing bhakti detachment will come. Otherwise as we discussed, we don't practice detachment, then material opulence we will also get by bhakti. So that is not pure bhakti. So that is why we have to show Krishna, Krishna, I want detachment by this practice of bhakti. Otherwise, if you do bhakti, we will get material riches. Material Krishna will give that very, very easily. So Krishna, okay, you want mukti, you want bhakti, take it by bhakti. So that is why impersonalists also, they want to merge. They don't want to serve Krishna. They are doing bhakti so that they can merge in the Brahma Jyoti or in body of Krishna. So Krishna will give that. So thus, we have to show that I am not doing bhakti for material enjoyment, but detachment then by doing bhakti detachment will come and when bhakti is done in presence of this detachment then person gets to transcendental spontaneous devotional service so in this way we have to show we have to put endeavor to exhibit renunciation then it will be given by krishna online any Question is how to understand the difference between endeavor and over endeavor. So when we follow, when we do endeavor as per the rules and regulations given by the spiritual master, that is called regulated endeavor. And if we violate it, that is called over endeavor. So standard thing is uh, our entire spiritual life is divided, divided into two main segments. That is sadhana and seva. And uh, there has to be a balance between both sadhana and seva. Now, what is the balance Prabhupada has given? That you engage in service of Krishna in this manner and you do your sadhana, your chanting, hearing in this manner. So, chanting of 16 rounds is important. Morning program is important. Evening program is important. Honoring only Krishna Prasadam is important. I have no time. I cannot offer to Krishna, then that is over endeavor. I have no time that I cannot attend morning or evening program, that is over endeavor. I have no time, I have to, I am so much doing book distribution, making garlands for Krishna. I have no time to chant my rounds, that is over endeavor. Or suppose we are not full time into temple, we are outside, we are working in our jobs. Then Prabhupada has mentioned very clearly that uh, work maximum 8 hours, not more than that.
more than eight hours we are putting, then that is over and ever. In this way, we can understand. How to conquer sleep while chanting and in the lecture? So again, so the question is, how do we conquer sleep while doing spiritual practices? And uh, especially while Bhagavatam, uh, hearing Bhagavatam or while chanting, how do we do it? So again, mercy of Krishna is required. And again, this mercy will happen when we help. God helps those who help themselves. So we can see what we can do to avoid this sleep. So over this, our life should be regulated. So that is why we should, first thing is we should try to sleep early at night. If we are early at night, then we will be getting up automatically in the morning without any alarm also. So try to sleep early. And it is very important to have light meal at night. If you eat very heavily at night, uh, then it is difficult. We will feel very sleepy in the morning. So have very light meal at night and then sleep early. Have sufficient rest so that we are fresh. So if we take care of these things, then mostly we'll feel fresh in the morning. We'll be able to execute it nicely. And still, sometimes because uh, practically sometimes we get tired in our services. Circumstances are not completely in our control. So that time, uh, Prabhupada tells, when you are tired, you walk and chant. And Prabhupada gave because he is Acharya. So he presents his own example, Prabhupada tells. So you have seen me, I also walk and chant. So similarly, when you feel tired, one disciple, because he was dozing off. So when we realize I am tired, uh, the sleep is coming, then we can get up and then we can walk and chant. So in this way, or you can wash your face and you can again come back and chant. So in this way, we should put efforts. So first of all, our tongue should be controlled. Sleep will be controlled first when tongue is controlled. Without controlling eating, we cannot control our sleep. This is a very important point. So first control eating, control the tongue, eat very simple, light food at night, has sufficient rest. And in this way, when body is fine, there are good chances we'll be awake. How to become a full-time Qualification is very good. The question is how to become full-time Brahmachari. What is the qualification? So the qualification is we should have developed this attitude. Krishna karma kaile, sarva karma krithoi, this shraddha should be there. Simply if I serve Krishna, all my duties, everything is fulfilled. One should be completely surrendered. There should be no independent desire that I want to do this kind of service for Krishna. I want to have this kind of prasadam. Let me Prabhu serve in South Indian temple. I want idli and dosa prasadam. <laughs> so I can eat anything. I can sleep anywhere. I can do any kind of service. I can wear any kind of dress. I can wear saffron, I can wear white, I can wear civil clothes, shirts and pants, I can do anything. In other words, one should be completely surrendered, one should not have any independent desire. Then such uh, person is qualified to become Brahmachari. Otherwise, we can try to follow from outside. What are the list of What are the list of qualifications for getting second initiation from Prabhupada? So all the Brahminical qualifications, Brahminical qualities which we see, following the especially our morning and evening program very very nicely, following the four regulative principles very strictly, then we can take second initiation. If we are biden, if we Sometimes if we are violent or we speak, Something wrong for Krishna's service. Is it Durachar? So yes, 
violence is not bad arjuna killed for krishna but uh, usually devotees are very peaceful uh, satvik attitude is required so unless it is required for serving krishna devotee is peaceful devotee does not become angry if somebody is not behaving with me i become violent this is not good somebody is not able to do devotional service properly new person i become intolerant that is not nice so thus uh, violence has to be practiced under guidance of devotees very very carefully otherwise we will also end up being a bunch of fanatics like many people are but otherwise if required then devotee can kill lakhs of people and uh, prabhupada mentioned arjuna killed his own relatives this is called krishna consciousness that devotee can kill his relatives also this call complete surrender so yes for a devotee for service of krishna devotee can exhibit any amount of violence lord hanuman exemplary violence burned the entire city down <laughs> so thus violent is not violence is not prohibited but usually devotee is very peaceful unless it is required for service of krishna and preacher has got even greater responsibility that anger must anger one should become angry when we meet any atheist any impersonalist who is taking people away from krishna but if you are preacher you should not show your anger prabhupada told inside you are becoming angry but outside you should be peaceful <laughs> so prabhupada gives the example just like diplomats huh? so america china diplomats they are shaking hands inside they want to kill each other <laughs> they are preparing missiles just to drop on their heads <laughs> but when they meet diplomats they shake their hands they may exchange meals they may dine together so thus prabhupada tells uh, so preaching one has to be very very tactful a new person is like wild animal wild animal is willing to swallow you immediately but then expert person trainer he controls the wild animals also so preaching is like that new person is like wild animal <laughs> but you make him dance to your tunes that is called preaching that is called expert behavior so that is why uh, in preaching especially even though one is supposed to become angry on meeting some atheistic people or people who are offenders of krishna but women one may not display his anger in public that is required for preaching so in this way under proper guidance one should exhibit this violent behavior so we'll finish granth ra shrimad bhagavatam ki jay jagat guru shri la prabhupad ki